2: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. This is episode 30. As you can see, we're back on Zoom because we are back in school. So it's only right we bring back the OG intro. I'm here with you, Penn's Finest, Danny Cole. I'm Antonio Perez. We got a crazy episode for you tonight because, honestly, I woke up at 7 a.m. I drove to Philly for school. I drove back. I went to work. We just closed about, like, 15 minutes ago. I had the podcast already set up. We're ready to rock. Danny, how are you get doing today to before it. we get in? We just want to get it right
1: into Man, week three of preseason. It's a lot of football. The NFL is two weeks away. You know what that means? We get to do our second best division in the AFC, the East, at the Bills, the Dolphins, the Jets, and Bill Belichick. Not even the Patriots. You got Bill Belichick. Great to the meet. New England,
2: um, the New England Belichick's.
1: Um, they just draft a bunch of white people and tell them to go play football.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean they got Nelson Aguilar though. Ooh, catching and Devontae Parker, unlike, but unlike
1: Aguilar, um. <laughs>
2: He's actually been balling out in camp, but eh, they just might run into a wide receiver depth issue where he might get cut. I haven't been too updated on that, but man uh, getting into received plummets. I actually I had a I had a plummet I had a plummet I was thinking about all day, but if, if you if you have one you can go ahead. Now I was gonna say
1: Aguilar he could he could find himself back up in Philly as his fifth best receiver.
2: <sighs> we have a we have a problem cutting down receivers ourselves, but um I, I have Aguilar a over, it, no, I think I want to Britain.
1: over who? Over or, or Brittain Covey.
2: Uh, You're taking him over uh, Deion Kane?
1: Yeah, I'm taking him you over. Ain't over.
2: See much, you ain't seen much of that Deion Kane, man. But we hey, can talk plumb. more about that later with our favorite roster, Bubble Guppies, which are basically our favorite players who are in danger of getting cut. But the plummet I wanted to talk about was, So basically a lot of guys have been out doing pro-am this year, uh, like the crossover drew league. Uh, it's been super nice to watch Chet Holmgren has a, he might've a torn ligament in his foot. And that honestly might be the wrap of that. That will probably be the end of like lots of guys going out doing pro-ams. I believe he did it trying to stop LeBron James on a fast break. Uh, but one thing that you can count on this kid for now um Chet Holmgren has balls he's very ballsy he was willing to try to stop leBron james one on one on a fast break in a in a goddamn pro am game but i will never i will never question this kid's competition levels ever again uh I do truly feel bad for him um now i am one i'm one for like starters should get reps in preseason just to get warm i'm for guys playing in drew league so people can watch them they've never seen them before but all it takes is one injury and then people are kind of like i don't know that sucks man
1: yeah it's it's really unfortunate for him but all the best you hope that he's gonna get at least get to play a little bit of rookie season and now you think that Uh, Jabari smith really might win rookie of the year Palo. Yeah, I mean, you never know.
2: Pal- right? Palo, Palo, Jay and Ivy. That was J.D. Davison after he becomes the starting point guard for the Celtics.
1: Yeah, my uh, summit of the week goes to Isaiah Pacheco, the running back from the Chiefs. Shout out. He's a Jersey kid. My, Her, he's my been sister. balling. I've seen a lot of he tweets might, about he, him. He, he has a uh, connection to my sister. They were at the same uh, wedding in the summer. Very cool. Um, but, no, Pacheco is really – he might he might get the starter from a seventh-round pick out of, out of Rutgers. You never know.
2: I mean, Mahomes will – he'll elevate his stock real fast. Um, but, yeah, I've seen a lot of tweets about him. He's, he's definitely balling, and I'm happy for a guy like that. Like, kind of reminds me a little bit. Uh, draft position wise, uh, Philip Lindsey Philip Lindsay was undrafted rookie year, rushed for a thousand yards. Uh, he was, he was very solid. Uh, I believe he was coming out of Colorado or Colorado state. One of the yeah. two, I believe. Colorado, um, I yeah, but that that's great. It's great for Isaiah. You What'd you say? It's Pacheco.
1: Pacheco. Yep.
2: Isaiah Pacheco, man. Um, he, I I hope he balls out, man. Uh, cause I mean, the receivers are there. Whether people want to be like, "Oh, Tyree kill left, Hartman, Juju, Kelsey, uh, Sky Moore." You add a, 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 good, a good, solid back. You got MVS who is making plays, and and then you have the best. You have the best football player, arguably the best football player, best quarterback in the league at the helm. So I think they're going to be bold a lot and say of people. he's
1: the best quarterback the league seen in the last twenty years.
2: That's crazy. I mean, it's not. It's not bold to say as a, as an arm talent wise. Um, yeah, exactly. And what I'm he's got the. He's already got hardware. And who do you know already has voter fatigue at, at this age? I mean, it, it's truly insane. Uh, my summit of the week oh, I just had it. I I truly I I just had it. And I forget. Uh, what were we talking about? Something something hit the nail on the head. And I was just like, that's really my summit. But if you got a plummet, go ahead. I need I need to think of what I just missed.
1: My plummet has I wanna keep the same plummet as a former week. The Boston Red Sox found a way to continue to slip I believe they're two games under five hundred. They lost a game fifteen to ten that I was at. It's it's just confusing. How do you lose a baseball game where you score ten runs? Um that sounds like a bad football
2: score, 15 that's, to 10. That That's a story of Drew Brees and Matt Ryan's career.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, the game, the Giants-Saints game when it was like 49 to 48 or something like that. that was, that's one and, of the best football games. It,
2: the, the Giants have lost, now that I think about it, the Giants have lost like a lot of high-scoring, clo- like the one with the one-loss Panthers where Odell stepped over Newman and then Cam Newing gave that little look and he was like, Yes, go time, took him down the field and won. The Giants have a lot of memorable losses. Like it is it is rough, man. They have a loss to the twenty seventeen Eagles. It was Nick Foles' first start after Carson Wentz got hurt. Nick Foles threw for four touchdowns on him and Nelson Aguilar was mossing dudes in the end zone. Some of the craziest yeah. stuff I've ever seen. The Giants could have bad losses. Now, for the life of me, I cannot think of my summit. I we'll can't move remember. On, it's fine. No, all I have to remember was if it was uh, football or basketball related. Well, if I can't think of one, I definitely got another one on the top of my head. Um, And it is who I kind of mentioned earlier. It's Deion Kane, but it's kind of the whole receiver group because the Philadelphia Eagles receiver group has never seen a problem like this. Who are they going to cut? They're not sure. There's three guys who are definitely going to be on this roster. A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith and Quez Watkins. No one else is guaranteed. No one else. Uh, there's a lot of guys: Covey, Rager, Hightower. You got Kane. Um, I don't know if I'm missing anyone off the top of my head. And then you got Goddard at tight end. Like these are good problems to have. They they really are. Uh, it's kind of like the Steelers' quarterback situation. It's a it's a good problem to have when all your quarterbacks are doing well and you don't know who to pick. More like than the Seattle situation where they both stink and they're like, oh, well, who stinks less? You know, if exactly. I'm them, I would, I would see who stinks more and play them, get Bryce Young. But, yeah. Uh, speaking of stinks, um, Tuna Fish stinks. You know who coached the big tuna? Bill Parcells. He coached for, like, every team in the league. Um, we're going to get into some Take the Skyline over, under, on the AFC East. We've been slipping up a little bit. We're supposed to be picking the under over before we go to predict their schedule, but yeah, we're gonna get back on top of that. Starting with the Buffalo Bills, what do you think? That I want to ask you. What do you think their line is?
1: I think their line set eleven and a half.
2: It is eleven and a half. Yep. I I, I don't have
1: anything looked up. I just I, yep. I'm thinking that that they don't. They probably don't set the lines above twelve, just because. Yeah, because like winning twelve.
2: I, I was talking about this. Um, I was talking about this uh, with a friend the other day. Uh, winning twelve games is hard. Like Fair that run. is extremely difficult. Whether whether your expectations are to go like fourteen and three. Like if you get if you go twelve and five, like that's still really good. Um,
1: winning twelve games but, is like winning a hundred games in baseball, which is
2: pretty rare. It's like winning. 50 it's like winning 50 games in basketball that's still very or, good
1: try winning like 55
2: i think 15 16 win territory is kind of like 70 or 65 up territory i would say 13 14 is maybe like 655 to 60 win territory it's hard to translate basketball up that you know well, 17 different. and 0
1: is anything above 75 cuz yeah. it would be record breaking, right?
2: Yeah, like it I mean, it's technically 82 and 0, but but we digress. Moving on, we got the bill schedule. I have it on my phone. I don't know. if Danny's looking at it on the screen. I, I uh, but shared. they will be
1: I think I, I think you just have to approve it. I haven't shared
2: Let's see. Uh yep, there we go. Oh, this is perfect. All right, so we got we got it kicking off with some Rams Titans. That Rams game is the first of the year. Make sure y'all tune into that one. I'm taking the Bills. That, I, and and we were talking about we were talking wait, about this. Uh, Let's wait, make our picks first. Let's make our picks first, like we said.
1: Uh, I think they're gonna go 12 and four. I think they're gonna go 13 uh, and
2: four. Oh, I'm t- I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. I think they're smashing the over actually.
1: Yeah. I Super agree. huge um, on the Bills. It's hard not to be. So I think they go two and zero here.
2: Yeah, I, I like 2-0 there. That first one could be a Super Bowl preview, as we said when we did the West. Uh, I, I like – next one.
1: I think they go 1-2. and two uh,
2: one.
1: I mean, I didn't think 1-1. 1-1. Uh, and one. One and one.
2: Are are you going for the 3 or the 2? I was going to predict the 3. I got them going 2-1 there.
1: I'm going for uh, – they're going 1-1 one and one here. I think they go 2-1. Two, two and one. Um,
2: I think they move to the Ravens. Yeah. I do think they lose a absolute bloodbath to the Ravens. Like that—that's gonna. I think it. That is. That's like true crime. Putting that on a one p.m. on a Sunday, that's got to be Monday Night Football or Sunday night Sunday or something.
1: Sunday. Or, th- or thir- Sunday Thursday. Sunday Night Thursday,
2: Football. Man. That should be. That should be at least game of the week on Fox, man. So we're yep. look. So what? What are we at right now? We're three and one, heading to Kansas City. They know mm. they played five
1: games. They play five games. They're four and one.
2: Four and one. Four and one. Apologies. Apologies. I think four I think they and one.
1: See. Patrick Mahomes. I, don't think it, I, don't, uh, I do not have him getting the revenge.
2: I think it goes out the same way it did last time. Absolute shootout. I think I'm going to take the Chiefs the season, barely. The, the, the I'm going to be honest, though. This might be their last loss of the season. Yeah,
1: it probably. it four and two hold up they got prime, at home against prime. the
2: packers i'll, I'll take them three and zero right here i don't
1: know uh at, I, at home I, I like against the packers, the packers, packers. i like the pack i do too, like
2: I, I i do like the packers but i think the bills were a better team last year i think they got the experience under their belt of elite playoff games playing an elite quarterback um and the the bills secondary obviously coming back they'll have uh, white's going to be coming back and then you still have the best safety duo in football with a very young receiving mom. core. Yeah, ex- exactly. I mean, it, not, I'm not knocking the Packers receivers. I do like Alan Lazard. I think not, I don't think he's going to be like a world breaker. I do think he's going to be very solid though. Uh, but he's not doing anything should Davis white. Uh, New York jets. Uh, I think they're sweet. I think they're running their division completely unless they have to sit games. And I got them taken on the Vikings, but that's going to be a good game. Vikings, Vikings, Bills will be a good one.
1: So I think this this is the Packers game is the last loss of the year. I think they go on a one, two, three, four, however many games five, left, six, seven, eight, nine. I think they go on a ten game win streak to end of the year. All
2: right. Well, well, let's go back to the top just so I can set it up right
1: correctly. We're week eleven. We're at the Browns. That will they be hit.
2: Browns' last list game. Correct.
1: They go through. They go three and zero.
2: Yeah, so we're up to seven and two. Oh, uh, no! I seven and two. I have them at ten and two right now, heading into week fourteen.
1: I have them at nine and three, and then you got Jets, Jets Dolphins, Bears. My, That's Dolphins,
2: dub dub dub. Twelve,
1: twelve and three, and then they got the. Uh,
2: I have them at thirteen and two.
1: And they got the Bengals and the Patriots.
2: Uh, I have, I'll have them at.
1: I got him finishing at 14 and three. Actually, I got my third, s- I got my thir- 13 and four. Um, and only because I think the Bengals pull us out on Monday night.
2: I I'm, I'm stuck. I, I think the I, I do think the Bengals could win this game, but I'm not going to pick them. I'm going to say 14 and three. Those starters are sat by then. Um, yeah, I'm going to go 14 and 3. I think my original prediction was 13 and 4, but a little high on them. Who are we looking at mm-hmm. right now? We're looking at the Patriots. Their line is good. Well, we got a, Uh, pulling up the line. Line's eight and a half. I'm going to take the over. over. I'll take the over. I'll take the over. Um, They are plus 100 Dolphins. to win the division, or plus 100 to get over that, I guess. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yeah. our betting works. Um, so we got Dolphins. Pittsburgh to start the year at both of those places. Oh and two. I, th- I think I think I'm comfortable saying oh and two. Yeah. yeah. I, I think th- I'm gonna go I think, think I'm gonna go oh and two there.
1: I'm going oh and two. I think, I think, oh think they start two. I really think they start oh four.
2: They get absolutely manslaughtered back to back, sitting them back at at uh two and t- or, ooh, they're looking rough. O
1: and four to start. four, they get
2: the easy wins. We're looking at three and four after those three four. wins. Oh. Self-explanatory. Three four and, and four, four. They'll be, I think they'll beat the Bills at New York.
1: I'll take, I'll, I'll take them. Belichick pulls the I don't out know. four and four. All
2: right. So we're looking at four and four. Give four and five. I, I don't think they'll beat Indianapolis. I agree. Um,
1: and then you got to go to a bye. I think they lose. We're going, the we're going into the bye week.
2: We're going to the bye week. We're 4 and 5. I I don't, think they lose all right, if of the Jets if games. I think yeah, okay. So we're, we're looking at 5 and f- No, four and, six. no we'll, 4 and 6. We're looking at 4 and 6. Okay. Yeah, if we're going to split it, we're looking at 4 and 6 and it gets real rough. I mean, Vikings Bills. So now we are what are we looking at? 4 and 8.
1: I think they I think they beat the Vikings. Um
2: I don't know. In Minnesota, Thursday night football. And then they got Thursday night football again the following week against a division four, rival. Four and eight.
1: I'll think I'll I take five and
2: f- seven. I got them at four and eight. And then the Cardinals, another primetime game five in the eight. desert.
1: Five and eight. And let's go five and nine. And then when you got the Raiders. It is not no, they they might they might win seven games.
2: This is yeah, I I think, I think would, I would have to finish with like a six and eleven something like that.
1: I, I'll take seven and not, ten.
2: I think they. Yeah, we cl- I did not think their schedule was that hard. That is that is like ridiculous. We're looking at the yeah. Jets here.
1: Yeah, I think they start off one. Five on one. and a half. I think they start off one on one. They lose to the Ravens and beat the Browns.
2: All right, great. Up. If I agree. Hold on, their their lines five and a half. You going over or under? I'm going over. Can they can they get six wins? Let's see. I also got them one and one. The they're Browns. losing that one. They're losing that one. They beat one the horribly. Bengals last
1: year. They lose this year. Um,
2: I think they, they lose, lose this year. Steelers. They I think they do lose to the Steelers. Uh, I I do agree on that one. Um, I have them split oh, in Miami. Please. I think they can split Miami, uh, but they lose. Or they win this one, hosting Miami. So yeah. what? Two and uh, two and three. They're two uh, and three. Is that what we have? Them at? Two okay. and three. All right, we got them at two and three. They're losing to the Packers. Two and four. Two and, four. Two and five. Uh, two and five. Um, they're splitting with New England, so we have them sitting at three and six currently. Yeah. Skipping the New England games, we have them. We have them getting swept by the Bills, so they're at three and eight. Yeah. Correct, and
1: then you got yep, yeah, four and eight. Uh,
2: we already talked to the Patriots. They beat they beat Bills, uh, four and eight, and Vikings, and we already talked Bills. All right, so we're four and eight. Four I and take nine. a lot. Yeah, they're looking at four and nine. That's two wins right there. Five and nine, six and nine. So we're looking seven at seven and s- nine, s- six and nine, nine, and uh, they s- lose at Miami. Man, they, six, they have a. They have seven, and, very, seven
1: and seven and ten. They have a very very good schedule in the year. Lions, Jags, Seahawks. Yeah, definitely. The Jags and
2: could, the Jags and as be- we were looking at the Patriots schedule, that was super tough. But I mean, they kind of got four winnable games down the stretch. I mean, that could be huge. That could be huge. And now, last but not least, we are looking at the Miami Dolphins. Correct. Guess the lot Guess the line for this team. Eight and a half. You're up to something. Am I right? It is. It, yeah, it's right. But what? Stop cheating. I'm not Cheater. cheating
1: at all. You, you see my screen.
2: Yeah, uh, it's eight and a half.
1: No. It, uh. It's, it's what, let's crazy. Let,
2: let's get the ones we have out of the way. What do we have? Them splitting with the Jets and Dolph or Jets and Patriots, and they get swept by the Bills. So we're looking at two and four. Two and four. To start. Two and four move, getting move manslaughtered slaughtered by the Ravens. Two and five. Uh, so we're I think the under here. I think the under. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the under two. Just looking at that alone. Bengals. I don't see them winning. Two that's, and six. That's two and six. Vikings. I think three and
1: three, three and six. I think they beat the Vikings.
2: You want to take them in that one? All right. I, I'll agree. I'll agree with that one. I think. I, I, I think I could. Take, yeah, I think. I, I think I can see them beating Pittsburgh at home. Uh, one, yeah, one of Pittsburgh's only glaring weaknesses is corner. They have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. It, it it could just get bad. Yeah, but it would not, would not shock me if the Steelers win that game because Tua Tugabe is dragged out at halftime due to TJ Watt. Killing him. Um, yeah, yeah. But we're looking at four and six. I mean, winnable game at Detroit, but at Detroit, uh. They'll win that Bears game, so I have them at five and six. I'm going to give them an L on Detroit. I'm looking at five and seven. Five and seven. Win against the Browns, six and seven. They still need three more wins for me. Well, that's one. Uh seven, not being the nine. I don't got to be in the nine or seven and eight. Not nobody's beating the Chargers. Seven, seven and nine. nine.
1: Loss, loss, loss.
2: Uh yeah. yeah I
1: think they were seven and ten. So what
2: seven and so. ten, eight or nine. They def. they don't get the over in our book. Uh they could get the over if they do beat Detroit uh or pull off one of these other wins. But well, that's a that's a wrap on that for us. So, me and Danny both, we kind of agreed on all of these. So, world peace has been made. Congratulations to us. But, um, yeah, we both clearly have the Bills winning the division. I don't think any of those teams get wild card. Dale.
1: The backdoor chance that I think that if Belichick puts together a good season, that they can back to a wild card, and that's just maybe. But
2: it. I kind of, I kind of like the Jets in a little situation, just because of those last four games. Maybe they could try to backdoor something. While the Patriots have a harder schedule, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't yeah, really I see a wild, I don't see a wild card out of there. But the Bills could be the one or two seed by the end of that. Now, yeah, moving on, we're talking some roster bubble guppies. These are just going to be some of our favorite yeah. players around the league who may end up being getting cut. Um, or they're barely making the team, but we do like these players a lot. I just want to mention the one I had earlier, Deion Kane, who had a phenomenal game against the Browns this past postseason. Preseason, you won't catch the Browns in the postseason, sorry. In the preseason, he had some amazing athletic catches. Uh, There's a lot of talks amongst Eagles reporters where they're like, maybe he should make the team over Jalen Rager. He simply just showed out. Now, mind you, Rager has been playing. All three he's been playing first, second, and third team snaps, and he's simply not dominating. Like it's like putting putting a varsity player on JV. What would happen? He'd run the floor. at you what if we put took one of your D1 players who's on athletic scholarship and slapped him on the sprint team? Get bad. He would dominate. Jalen Rager's not doing that. He he might as well just just get cut. Because Deion Kane is super athletic, you, could trade, you make...
1: could trade him. You could trade him for at least a second.
2: You could trade him for like a
1: third, third, third round, third round pick, fourth round pick.
2: Uh I don't More know potential. if anyone's trading a third for that. More potential, you, you probably would. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I maybe, maybe it depends on the buyer, but um, I, the first round round
1: a... pick. They have a, another year of uh, control because he's a first round pick.
2: I trade him for a Bibble's cheesesteak. I mean, I don't know. Not Ishka Bibbles, for some um, Dallas, South, not Dallas. South Street. <laughs> you can walk 20 feet, get to gyms, but I mean, the weight won't well, be there at Ishka Bubbles. I'm just saying. What I'll tell
1: you is this my roster, Bubble Guppy, lies in the Eagles receiver's room.
2: Devin Allen. So unfortunate, man. He's, he's so fast. He's so fast. He had a touchdown last week. It hurts, man. I, I've yeah. grown attached to all of our receivers besides. Uh, Jalen Rager and John Hightower. I like that one a lot. Uh, is there anyone on the Steelers that's in fear of getting cut that you like, or they're just going to get cut because they, they just suck?
1: Um, I heard the Steelers wind up cutting Benny Snell.
2: He was there through the rough times. Nice. The times of he was he was, uh, was Connor's backup. He was Connor. I mean, you didn't have Najee though. You didn't have the franchise back yet. So well, he was got, he was
1: there. We got a couple guys showing out in preseason. What's his name? Master Teague. I think that's the that's name. a cool uh, that's a
2: that's a that's an elite name. Like yeah. you know when someone's a dog. Najee Harris dog. Uh, Chase Claypool is a dog name.
1: Najee uh, Harris actually told the running backs he said, "Don't compete to be my backup. Compete to start."
2: yeah and, that, and, and that's and that's how it should be though that that's exactly how it should be don't be afraid of competition like you want everybody to eat essentially Najee Harris is saying uh, that because he knows he's he knows he's the best running back on that squad no doubt yes he is
1: um the Steelers are listing Benny Snell as uh running back three and Jalen Warren's listed ahead of him which is kind of crazy to me um Gunnar Olszewski will make the roster simply because he's a kick returner, but don't don't sleep on Calvin Austin turning kicks. Calvin Austin's electric kick returner. If they might they might find a little trade partner for Olszewski. X Ex, and
2: uh, and some helpful Eagles news. Alabama uh, defensive back Josh Job is has, has helped his stock of possibly making the team, which is I guess will be one of my favorites. Um, he, Another Eagles player
1: that might get cut, jaquaski Tart.
2: And it's crazy. We thought he was like the piece to just make the safety room, but Marcus Epps has completely made that jump, and I'm honestly Kavon not Wallace. worried about safeties. Uh, Kavon Wallace uh, has been looking solid tackling-wise. He's a little <laughs> stiff on the coverage, but I guess that's what happens when you have to play a safety linebacker hybrid, hybrid role yeah. at – It, it, like, Hamilton looks super, like, stiff, but we're not sending either of these dudes to go out and cover, like, Cooper Cup. Like, we'll be okay. Um, Any other bubble guppies before we kick it to the hardwood?
1: Tom Brady? Oh, no.
2: I I mean, Patrick Mahomes. That that guy is simply unplayable. Uh, I mean, do you think the third – all right, so – Trubisky and Pickett seem to be like the last two remaining. I think they're trying to make it that way as well. Do you think Rudolph could get cut? Or do you no, think you guys run the three QBs like you always do?
1: We just cut Chris Aladacon, which is very unfortunate. Uh, he is our seventh-round pick this year. He did not play a snap in the preseason. I don't understand why we even drafted him.
2: It's unfortunate, man. Maybe he just he probably wasn't winning it out of camp. No, they they um, said he actually
1: looked pretty solid at camp. He was flashing some throws. It just the name will never stick there, which sucks. Because yeah, it's too many guys. Has a good, a good arm talent.
2: Yeah, but you're gonna have CJ Stroud. It's gonna be okay.
1: Uh, we're gonna have not, Spencer Rattler, boy. We're gonna have a, a, a yeah. bottom a bottom ten pick in the draft next year. So,
2: well, looking at a team that could possibly have the last pick in the NBA draft next year. Uh, as everyone should know by now, Kevin Durant has talked it out with his GM, with the coach and everything. He's coming back to Brooklyn. With that being said, Kyrie Irving's probably coming back to Brooklyn. These are still two of the 20 best players in basketball, arguably two of the 15, depending on where you'd like to put Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant's arguably the second best player in basketball. If you really want to argue, maybe he's the best, but I think it's the honest pretty clearly. Um, But just me and Danny have to answer the question is, can they actually win it all? Like, if you took the duo of Kyrie and KD a couple years ago, you'd have been like, oh, yeah, they're going to the finals. Uh, but now it's in jeopardy. Like, can they actually do it?
1: I don't know. I'm going to say no. Um, if you the had to – the, the, the state of the NBA is very different than when the Warriors had two knots and just – went out there and did their thing. And I think chemistry is, as we saw, the Warriors and Celtics had the best team chemistry in the NBA. And it was a heck of a finals, right? I think the state of the NBA is completely different than it was six years ago in that you need team basketball to win because these defensive metrics and advanced stats and whether tracking things have improved so, so much that you need – I don't think I, I don't think you see the Nets making it past the Eastern Conference Finals.
2: I I don't know. Cause I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. The as a Celtics fan, you look at our run. We probably had one of the hardest runs in, in recent memory. Um I believe uh you gotta face Katie and Kyrie. Uh you gotta face uh Giannis and the Bucks. Now mind you, they have Chris Middleton. Still a very good series, very hard fought series for either team, regardless of health. And of course, you go to seven games with the my Mi- with the Miami Heat. Excuse me, but that net series had me like on a death grip because one, how could you go out win fifty two games, get the two seed, and then you don't get out the first round? That's rough. Two, all of these games. We're insanely close. You got game one. That was literally iconic uh elite ball movement to win the game. Game two, you're down for majority of the game. And for the last five minutes, you go absolutely ballistic and you pull away. Game three, kind of the same thing, uh, except you're kind of like keeping the lead the most of the time, but they'll keep chipping away. And then you build your lead and they keep chipping away. Very stressful. And then game four, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, we're going to sweep them. But it's like, well, what if they win? And then they win another and another. Uh, it, Like, you got, you always got to think about that. Uh, That happened, like, a couple years ago. Like, Celtics are up 3-0. Sixers win a game. And I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know. But then game four, Tatum fouls out with, like, a couple minutes left. And now you got to close without your closer. So, and they still pull out the win. I think the Nets are a super talented team. I think if they stay healthy. They have a chance, but I'll tell you what. They don't have even the f- even the fourth best odds, I'll say. I think they have the fifth best odds to make it to the finals out the East. You have Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, Miami. Those are my four. Is there anyone else you would take over the Nets? Maybe a, maybe a healthy Bulls team. Lonzo and Caruso healthy all year. They were very... Very good team. The Raptors figured it out very late. The Hawks as well. Uh, looks like your mic cut out a little bit. I would double check on your thing.
1: Oh, if the Heat get Donovan Mitchell,
2: if the Heat get Donovan, it depends what you'd have to give up. Uh, Danny Ainge is asking for a lot. Um,
1: as he should. He Donovan Mitchell's a a great
2: player. He's very young. Donovan Mitchell I'm, is one of the twenty best players in our league, of of course.
1: What I'll tell you is this: Donovan Mitchell reminds me a lot of Bradley Beal. He doesn't bring much to the team defensively, but he is a bucket getter.
2: <laughs> of course he he's a very he's a very good bucket. But the only thing I have a knock on on Donovan Mitchell that has dropped his stock in years is he used to be a pretty solid playmaker. Now he kind of just. He doesn't – me and my friend Isaiah like to give this term to some people. He's never seen a shot he doesn't like. He, he thinks that way. Uh, guys like Jalen Brown think that way. Jason Tatum at times thinks that way. I think that um, way. Think Marcus Smart Marcus Smart thinks that way. Uh, there's a lot of dudes who simply never seen a shot they don't like and Donovan right? Mitchell is at Waiters. the top of the list. Dion Dion, for sure. If you, you can't stop at 0 for 9, you'd rather go over 30 because that means you stop shooting. Can the Nets win it all? Yes, but I don't like them as one of the five best favorites. I like a healthy Bulls team. I'm gonna be I'm gonna
1: be really bold. I'll
2: take the Lakers over the Nets right now. It's hard it, it's hard to disagree. Because LeBron and AD have done it before, but they don't nearly have the depth that they used to have. Correct. They also have Russell Westbrook on the team. And while the thing is, Russell Westbrook can still be a good thing. If he's willing to buy in, like you, you're not the guy, you're not the, the Robin. Shit, for all we know, you you might not even be the the cyborg of the Teen Titans. I, I did, you, you at might, this
1: point, he's he's Harley Quinn. He's the he's the problem. <laughs>
2: at this point, man, he uh, he's a Joker. I I don't know. He's Aquaman. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> he's like he's like the uh, I, I don't know, the, man. Uh the
1: Walmart I, Avengers. I don't know.
2: Yeah, he's uh he's like a Black Widow. Something like that. But moving on, this can't be episode 30 without talking about the greatest shooter, the second greatest point guard, the two-time MVP, four-time NBA champion, one-time finals MVP, Steph Wardell, Stephen Curry. Basically, just to wrap up this episode, me and Danny, we got we both started getting into sports heavily Around the time Steph Curry evolved the game of basketball, so we yes we've evolved. seen it all we've yes, seen he all evolved. E- evolved like like forever this game everyone think like, oh maybe it'll go back to a post this game will never go back to a post game it is forever is, going to be played like this
1: one thing I hate that we said we we ha- we always chuck up a shot we say Kobe we don't
2: say Curry we always, we, we say Kobe for difficult shots. We say Curry range for the long bombs. You know what no one ever said? So Curry Ray- does have his history in street bowl.
1: Yeah. But no one, ever said his Ra- no one ever said Ray Allen.
2: <laughs>
1: Reggie Miller.
2: I, I mean, me personally, I like to say Kiki but
1: I like to say uh, OG and Obi. Because <laughs> he hit that shot against the Celtics in the playoffs. But I you think you're funny.
2: Yeah, remember that time Kawhi Leonard? Yeah. But anyway, this is about Steph Curry. This isn't about Kawhi, send the Sixers home, uh, Leonard. Uh, Stephen Curry, Danny. I'll let you go first because I kind of had two backups in mind just in case you took one. I wanted you to go first. Your favorite Steph Curry moment that you've ever seen.
1: So I'm going to go my, my second favorite to start. My favorite, I'm going to save for the next one. My s- second favorite it's gonna be his crossover on Chris Paul, the one that left the internet in shambles.
2: Left Chris Paul. Chris Paul is yet to recover. Like he's yet to, he's yet to recover. He hasn't really gotten it back in blood yet.
1: Um, he never will. because He's gonna retire. That that move. And the Clippers is, have
2: I, also never recovered.
1: People call Chris Paul. I mean, people call Seth Curry. Oh, he's only a shooter. He has some really good handles for only being a shooter, but
2: some of the greatest handles in NBA history. Yeah. Uh, you can go on with your first one. I don't want to steal any of yours because I know he's got plenty to pick from, so I'll have no problem picking up two real quick.
1: It's going to sound a little weird, but it's the moment after Steph Curry did night night. So you you saw his uh his speech. I you didn't, you could see in the evolution of how he is. He was like young and excited. He got emotional, and that's yeah, and- a side that you never saw from him.
2: And I, that kind of made it okay. Like, I was obviously very upset that we lost. And then I seen him. I think it meant the
1: most to him. When is, you could tell it meant the most. Exactly.
2: Like, let's look at the past champions, like Giannis. Everyone's like, damn, like he did it. Like, he's sitting there crying, just sitting down and just soaking it in. The bubble, and no one's really getting emotional. Uh, does count does ring does count but no one's really getting emotional Kawhi Leonard he, he's not the type to get emotional so I won't blame him mm-hmm. so you really got to, mm-hmm. you got to take it back to like LeBron's ring for Cleveland and when I seen Steph Curry that was basically like him saying like I finally have earned it even though he was the best player on
1: the first team the finals
2: team before Oh, well, he didn't get finals MVP, and he was also young, but he's older. He understands. He's taking it for granted. He was two years out. That, that was – I like that one. That's a very special moment, and it kind of just made everything better. I was like, I'm cool with losing to a guy like that. Exactly. My two favorite Steph Curry moments. One, when he put the Oklahoma City Thunder in absolute shamble watch twice in one season with the Curry way downtown, bang, bang. Oh, what a shot from Steph Curry. And then there's uh, Steph Curry coming back down 3-1, send their ass home. Um, so Steph Curry against the Thunder is just one overall moment for me. He just has something pent up against them. I don't know what that and then, could
1: and then, K- and then KD turned into a...
2: and he Yeah, and then he stole their player, stole their girlfriend, he, basically. He
1: turned into a, uh, a pirate because he jumped ship.
2: Yeah, turned into a little snake. I guess you could say. You would have thought him the, um, the way he's jumping shit. <sighs> that was a good one. Linking with Tom Brady, who's been out of. Um, oh, uh, we'll, we'll get to that after uh, my Tom Brady. Um, but my favorite, my favorite Steph Curry moment. Um, my favorite Steph Curry moment was when he they they get knocked out of the play in last year to LA or to to the Grizzlies and he says y'all not going to want to see us next year. And what did he do? He won the goddamn NBA finals in 6 games against not all odds, but you definitely weren't the same team. Clay wasn't the same dude he was a couple years ago. Draymond is a, still a good facilitator, good defender. He ain't 2016 Draymond. You're not Steph Curry anymore. Jordan
1: Jordan Poole might be the second best player he's ever had as a supporting cast player.
2: Who's first? Oh, Kevin Durant's one. I think 2016 Draymond or Clay would be his second best. I think Jordan Poole could be third. Jordan Poole could be third, maybe. Wiggins, maybe Wiggins. Um, it would be it would bump down to four or five because Clay and Dre tied, uh, but uh, obviously Kevon Looney's number one. Now we go yeah. we're going no, to no, take uh, a
1: who's the, who's the tall skinny white guy played right center Zaza uh,
2: Pachulia. Oh, we have to spin back to some of his moments real quick. I remember my Summit. My summon is Tom Brady. Why is it Tom Brady? Because he's the only man. In NFL history, who can leave training camp to go on vacation? Why? Because he has seven fucking Super Bowls, uh, and good for him. I hate him entirely. We here at sidelines, I'm gonna do not like Tom Brady, but that is some goat shit right there. Screw Bruce Arians. Go on your vacation. You're the you're the freaking goat. Yo, you can do whatever you coach, want. Uh, that's that's correct. Well, he is a role. He's a upper echelon role. Screw him. Whatever. That was some real good Brown.
1: Shit. One thing I have to say Antonio Brown is my second uh summit because you got it through the
2: Yeah, you gotta put that shit on. Um so Antonio guys, Brown, thank if you're you for watching this.
1: Put that shit on on the on the podcast. <laughs> uh
2: but thank you guys for tuning in. Uh keep updated on our Instagram. We post polls daily for you guys to tune into, and starting next week, we're gonna Look over them, you know, give you guys some feedback of what we think of y'all opinion. Uh, keep up with us on Twitter. We post there, too. We have Instagram posts, Ask some questions. You know, we're just trying to be very interactive with you guys. Keep up on the TikTok. Um, I had someone call me a hater for hating on Udonis Aslam. If you're watching this, I am hating on Udonis Aslam. But, again, guys, thank you for tuning in. Dandy, do you have anything to say before we go? All right. Well,
1: continue to tune in and listen up. If you're in your fields, listen to this album. If you want to turn up, listen to this album. If you want to vibe, listen to this album.
2: You got me looking at the camera like this. (laughs) But thank you guys for tuning in and
0: enjoy your day. Peace.